If you're happy and you know it, how do you know it? Are you happy and how do you know it? The reverse, are you unhappy and how does that feel? Do you feel angry, annoyed, frustrated, just not liking your life very much? And if that's where you are, how do you change it? If you don't feel good, whether that's every so often, whether it's sometimes during the day, whether it's most of the time, or if you just feel unhappy all of the time, what do you need to do to change your brain chemistry so that you feel happy? And that's the physiology of happiness. Uh, if you go to the doctor, for example, or the psychiatrist or the psychologist and you talk to them about being unhappy, they might find you some pharmaceuticals that are aiming to change your brain chemistry. So can we do that without drugs? And of course, drugs are an option, but what if you don't want to take drugs and there's a lot of side effects, obviously, to any pharmaceutical drug? Can you change your brain chemistry to feel happy? And is that short-term or long-term? So short-term, there are lots of things you can do. And my mantra that I sing constantly is learn, laugh, huff, puff, lift. If you want to change your brain, put it under load, overload, under pressure, which of course is learning. So the more you learn, the more your brain changes because the, the connections in your brain, everything that works inside your brain effectively has to work much harder when you force it to learn. So learn, laugh, huff, puff, lift. Laugh, of course. If you've ever felt grumpy and you've tried to be grumpy and then you laugh, you just feel different. Your brain chemistry changes when you laugh. So you can learn, you can laugh. Huff, puff and lift are the really powerful ones, however. When you put your body under immense stress, so you get puffed, and I'm not talking about exercise, I'm talking about getting really puffed, putting in 100% effort, whether you do that by uh, sprinting, running or jumping or skipping or boxing or doing some form of physical activity and or if you lift heavy overload your muscles and bones at 100% effort in the phosphate system and the phosphate system is commonly known as our fight and flight system and you've probably heard that from me now a million times and you probably learnt that in science at school. When your body's under threat your brain produces the chemicals it requires to get your body moving so that you can sprint or so that you can fight. So your body produces epinephrine, adrenaline, same stuff, cortisol, catecholamine system so that you can go. So you'll increase heart rate, increase blood, blood pressure, increase blood sugar levels, increase blood fat levels, and you can go. But once you've overcome the threat, once you've killed the animal, once you've fought, once you've sprinted away from the threat, the wild tribe didn't catch you or you turned and fought the wild tribe, uh, anytime you're under stress and you overcome the challenge, now your brain chemistry changes to completely the opposite of the stress chemicals. So your body now produces dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin if you're with other people or your pets, uh, endorphins which are the, uh, the pain-killing happy drugs that happen when you are fighting and flighting, and then you, uh, the neurotransmitter or the fertilizer for your brain, brain-derived neurotropic factor, that changes all of those for the better. Now all of that happens, yes, when you laugh, yes, when you learn, yes, when you hang out with great people, but ultimately when you get puffed and when you lift heavy. So if you want to change your own brain chemistry, you can do that. If you want to be happy in the short term, get puffed, lift heavy, have a good laugh, learn something, do a combination of all of those and you'll feel better. You cannot not feel good because your brain has changed, the chemistry's changed. People gamble, they take drugs, they smoke, they drink, they eat food, all sorts of things to try and feel that way. They all have horrible side effects. If you get puffed, if you lift heavy, if you learn, if you laugh, uh, if you hang out with great people, not no dangerous side effects, just awesome side effects. But that tends to be for the short term. 
So yes, you can get puffed on a regular basis and feel good. But what if you're unhappy? What if your life is unhappy? What if you, you, don't, you don't love your job and that's making you unhappy? What if you're in a horrible relationship and that's making you unhappy? And that, of course, is why Romax is here every single day. Healthy, fit and strong means that you can always feel better in the short term. But what about your long-term life? So your career, your business, your financial situation, your relationships, how do you make sure that they are working effectively so that you feel good? And I use the word feel good rather than happy because the uh, psychologists and psychiatrists will say that happiness is a feeling of satisfaction. Now, you will have your own definition of happiness, and I love that uh, we all get to choose what happiness means to us. But ultimately, it's something that's on the inside. So if you think that money's going to make you happy or a holiday is going to make you happy or new clothes will make you happy or buying a new car will make you happy or having a great boyfriend or girlfriend will make you happy, probably not. It has to come from the inside, and that's according to the experts. So how do we create that internal self-satisfaction feeling that we feel good about our life, about ourselves? And that could be self-esteem, self-confidence, just uh, even self-respect, that you love who you are and you love the way you live your life. Now, if I go to the opposite, what makes you unsatisfied? What makes you feel unhappy? If you've been unhappy in your life, what was it? Was it outside, and we often blame outside, don't we? That was that horrible person that treated me badly, or that was a, uh, my boss was awful, or something terrible happened in my life, or my house burnt down, or I had a car accident, or the horrible things that happened in life, and we say, well, that happened to me, so I'm unhappy. Uh, interestingly, however, there are lots of people that have been in those horrible situations and it doesn't change their feeling of self-satisfaction, doesn't change their feeling of well-being. They are still really happy people. And they are the people that I've been studying all of my life and that's the way I've aimed to live my life, which is happy regardless. So as I always share, it's very easy to be happy when everything's going great, when you've got all the money that you need and you love your job and you're in a great relationship and you can go on holidays and you, everything about your life is awesome, easy to be happy. But what about when things aren't going well? What if Mother Nature has done horrible things to you or your house? So your, your house is burnt down in a bushfire or there's been a flood or a drought or uh, something horrible has happened that, that Mother Nature has produced. Then it might be to do with your career. So you got fired or you don't earn enough money or you hate your job or you hate your boss. Now, all of that going on, there are still people that are happy. And I don't know if you've noticed that, but that's what I'm, I want to understand. Not the people that have got a great life. Of course, it's easy to be happy. And the, the study of that uh, is really interesting. And because I've studied it so much, and I started studying that when I was 13 years of age because I wanted to live my life as a happy person, I wanted to find out what makes me happy. I wanted to understand how the brain works, which has obviously led to my in-depth study of anatomy and physiology and, and neuroscience. But it's a really interesting thing to take note of. Uh, the psychologists and psychiatrists will share very openly and passionately that if you are dissatisfied with yourself, that's when you're the unhappiest. Because if you love who you are, if you are living to your core values, and I always ask these questions, who are you? What do you stand for? What would you die for? And what are your non-negotiable standards? The things that are non-negotiable in your life. 
And it seems that we are incredibly unhappy if we negotiate any of those. So if we don't live within our core values, if we don't live up to our own high expectations of ourselves, if we have something that we would die for, a non-negotiable standard, and we negotiate that standard, that's when we feel really unhappy. So if, if we get influenced by other people, and I'll use an example. Let's just say you you have a certain way of eating or exercising, a way of sleeping, a way of dressing, a way of the things that are important to you personally. If you negotiate those to suit other people because you're scared of what other people will think or you think that you need to fit in with the crowd or do what, I, what everybody else is doing. or And I'll give you a fun example of that. Uh, I exercise every 15 minutes. And when I say exercise, I really am very careful with that word now. I get puffed high intense activity uh, for 50, sorry for 10 seconds every 15 minutes not every 15 seconds every 15 minutes and I will do that wherever I am so whether I'm in the supermarket or in a dress shop or at my house or if people are there I will always do something every 15 minutes for 10 seconds to get puffed and I don't care who's watching because I don't do it for other people I do it for my own brain But if I negotiated that and said, well, I I can't do that because these people might think I'm silly or I can't do it because I'm in the wrong place to do that or what if people watch me and and it's embarrassing and I didn't do that, then I would feel unhappy for two reasons. One is I do that so that I have a happy chemistry inside my brain, but I do that because it's a non-negotiable standard and I would never negotiate that. I don't drink because I don't like it, but I would never negotiate that. There's no circumstance ever where I, where I would drink alcohol because I just don't like it. And there's no, it's, there's no circle of influence that could change that. If you have strong values, strong self-esteem, you love who you are, and as I always ask, pick five words to describe yourself as a person and be that person. So at 18 years of age, I did a leadership conference. The question was asked, who are, asked, who are you, Rowie? Write down five words and be that person. Uh, tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. A bit of an extra mile person because I've got two words on my thumb. So from that day forward, any decision that I ever had to make it was really simple because I would just ask myself, what would a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional person do in this situation? What's important to me? What are my core values? What do I stand for? What would I die for? And don't negotiate those and live your life like that. And have there been times in my life where I felt, and it was a long time ago now, but felt unhappy? The answer is yes. And if I ask myself why, it's because I wasn't living up to those high expectations of myself. Not what other people expected of me, not what other people thought I should do or I wanted to fit in with the crowd or I was embarrassed because I was doing something different to everybody else. In fact, the opposite. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is what I would die for. No negotiation. And any time that you negotiate any of those, even tiny, a tiny, tiny bit, is it possible that you'll feel unhappy? And it's got nothing to do with the outside. Uh, I can be involved in a horrible financial situation, a horrible mother nature situation. I can be injured. I can be sick. Terrible things can be going on in my life. But because I live to those core values, I always feel good inside. And that's why I know that you can be happy all the time. Because if you want your brain chemistry to make you feel that way, there's two parts to that, remember. One is the short term, get learn, laugh, huff, puff, lift. So get, get fit, lift heavy, laugh and learn. Uh, but long term, it's about living to your core values, living to who you are. And every time you negotiate who you are, is it possible that you'll feel unhappy? Because you're not living who you are. 
you're either pretending to be somebody else or you're trying to please somebody else or you're trying to fit in with the crowd or you want somebody else to like you. Well, is it possible that if you don't like you, that you'll feel really unhappy? And that's a very special quote, life philosophy that I've been living by. Better that the world hates me and I like me than the world loves me and I don't like me. If I don't respect myself, how can I possibly be a happy person? And we often talk about love and we talk about relationships and we talk about having great people in our life and it seems that's all on the outside. I can't have a great relationship with other people if I don't have a great relationship with myself. Other people can't make me happy. Things definitely don't make us happy. I have a stack of very wealthy people in my life, extremely wealthy people who are extremely miserable. Uh, Happiness doesn't come from things. You can have no things and still be really happy and you can have all the things and still be really unhappy. Uh, Could it or is it possible that happiness comes from the inside? And if you want to be happy short term, get puff, lift heavy, learn and laugh. And if you want to be happy long term, uh, it's the Romax. Be healthy, fit and strong. Have a career or business that you love. Be financially free. And yes, attract great people into your life. But the ultimate relationship is the relationship you have with yourself. And is it possible that you'll be incredibly unhappy with yourself if you negotiate any of your core values, any of your standards? If you know who you need to be to be your very best person, and I'm very careful with the word best because if I say best, it means I can't get better. And yes, I'm always aiming to get better. But if I'm aiming to get better to suit other people, then I'm miserable. If every single day I'm learning, I'm laughing, I'm getting puffed, I'm lifting heavy to get fitter and stronger and and wiser and smarter and tougher and make my life better, then I've got a purpose. And that's the final thing to consider. The psychologists and psychiatrists suggest that, yes, happiness comes from a feeling of self-satisfaction, but you can only have long-term happiness if you've got a purpose. And I'll share that again. If you've got no reason to get out of bed, no purpose to get out of bed, is it possible that you don't want to get out of bed? You've, you have no purpose. You don't like what you do. If you hate your job, if you don't like your relationships, if your life is not good, if you don't have a purpose for living your life, then of course you're going to feel miserable. And if you have a purpose to get up and you don't get up and do that purpose, is it possible that you'll feel miserable? And I don't want anybody to be miserable. I would love everybody to be happy, to be healthy, to be fit, to be strong, have a career or business that you love to be financially free and to have a great relationship with you? And is it possible that if you have a great relationship with you, that you can sing like I do? Super duper do, how are you? Happy, healthy, fit and strong. Learn, laugh, huff, huff, lift. Learn, laugh, huff, huff, lift. Learn and laugh and huff and puff and lift. Woo!